Life is not accountable to us to give it meaning or purpose. We're accountable to it. If you can, within you, find your mission, your purpose in living, and it becomes a magnificent obsession, you will tolerate little distraction to get there and nothing of a discouraging or, shall we say, the kind that look to this and that and listen to the person they had lunch with. Find something that you must do for the right reasons. Get your magnificent obsession and your purpose. And if you're accountable to it, you will live long enough or longer than the people who wander around. I know that from my doctoral thesis, why no prisoner ever escaped from a minimum security camp. They were interrogated because they had no goals. I interview people today, and they're very vague. And I know that vagueness is dangerous. The mind is very specific. It deals with numbers. When you talk about a vacation to the mind, it immediately wonders whether you're serious. When you begin to get brochures, when you begin to get tickets, when you begin to get hotel reservations, it starts to really get interested. Well, I see you're a little serious. You got the money? But mind doesn't care whether you have the money. Once you have an obsession, it'll get the money, even if it's on a debt. So the mind makes every correction necessary to get what the obsession is. I've learned through the years that the reason the space program worked is when Kennedy said, why some say the moon? Why make this our goal? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. And then you rally a nation around the vision. You rally a family around the mission or the passion. And you get this tunnel vision. Tunnel vision is good if it's something that you love and want to. There comes a time when you have to question persistence. If persistence becomes obstinance and you don't have the knowledge to go with it, you can really flog a dead horse. But if your obsession is something that is beauty and for the right reasons, make it specific. What I would do in taking my goals with my money is be very specific about the amount of money you need in future years. It would be like telling a child to do his or her best. What if you took your child and say, look, just go and do your best. They don't know what it is. They don't know what their best is. But if you say, look, you can play. Just meet the ball with the bat. Just meet the ball with the bat. If you meet the ball with the bat, watch it all the way in like a big grapefruit. You'll hit it. That's it. You'll do better next time. And what the coaches do, the good ones, Pat Riley's, and the Rick Patinos in basketball, they give the player, after they watch him for a while, targets, 10 rebounds. They help them raise the high jump bar a little. We do that with Olympians. Raise the bar a bit, and they go over it and raise it again a little bit. Just a little bit. If you raise it too high, they'd fall out. Same with the pole vault. What if you started at 16 feet? <laughs> go ahead. We'll start at 17. Most of you have done it before. We'll just go ahead and start at the world's record and see who goes over uh, you got to work your way up. It just uh, it is a, a confidence-building thing. So when you think of money and financial security, think of specifics. I know now that you need a lot more money than you think you do. And that's one reason why we get into ways in which to earn a better living. 
Compound interest rules the world. If you can compound when you're young, you can get there easily. I didn't start earning till I was 48, and so in the 20-something year period, I've had to put together an entire financial security program from 48 and up. Many of you are 48 or 40 or 36 or 35. Many of you are in your 20s. Think of the opportunity. If anyone can make it from 48 to 68, which they can, you know, 20 years, then from 28 to 48, you can make it, or from 22 to 42. So you can take about a 20-year period and, and do it all, if you define what it is you're trying to do. Financial security is that amount of assets after taxes that will give you this amount of income monthly to pay and service all the debts you may have and live a lifestyle that you want to while giving you the highest quality of insured risk, insurance against risk, and the finest medical care, the ability to choose your own physician rather than just an HMO. Because you choose. And the idea would be to reach my age having the dignity of not having to depend upon social security, a pension, or the government for part of your survival income, which is about 80% of the population in our country who would be absolutely destitute without social security. So define for yourself what it's going to take. I can guarantee it'll take more than you think because for me, when I looked at 1.7 million liquid cash, I couldn't even live in my home for eight years. My wife is 12 years younger. How am I going to support her for 20 more years with the actuarial tables suggesting that she'll live longer than me? So I, I add 20. So not only do I have to have financial security for my life, but for hers as well, so that we can live together in peace and harmony. About 2.1. So it was 2.1 million then. Then we built the house of our dreams. Then we had grandchildren who live in New Jersey. Then we want to travel and, and ski and still have fun. We're younger than we thought we would be at this age. Sure, I go skiing, and my bones are brittle, but my cataracts hide the danger. I'm going to live for 30 more years and count I have more hair growing in my ears than is still growing on the other parts my back goes out a lot more than I do the little person I help across the streets, me when the young person of the opposite sex comes by, my pacemaker opens the garage door. It's different. Specificity. Is it 10,000 a month? Is it? Is it really? Is it 12? What will it be? Pro forma. Projection at least 8, 10, 20 years out. Work backward. And then you have the overflowing buckets. The top of the bucket is filled with getting by. Survival. That's Maslow at his best. Survive first before you go for the home run. Unless you can pay the rent, you still keep your job. You don't... I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll just quit and go for it. Pay your bills, pay your bills, pay your bills. Survival. And then other streams of income. And while other people are watching television, watching other people making money, having fun in their profession, and while the rest of us do the wave and escape... You and I are doing things in prime time 
that are goal achieving instead of tension relieving. Because you'll be as tense on Monday after taking weekends off if you get into a rat race like I did for 20 years. I escaped from something I did not like, tried to have fun on the weekends, only to discover that I was doing it again the next week. And I usually spent my money on things that I like to do, but I never saved any for the education of my seven children. And so when they all went to private colleges, <laughs> we suffered from maltuition. <laughs> they spent my pension plan. So I had to do it again in the late 40s and 50s. Now I want the joy of watching my great-grandchildren graduate from high school with their parents paying for their tuition. <laughs> Specificity and goals. How much? How much do you need? 10, 15, 20, 15,000 a month after taxes, service the debt on the house. What else is it going to do? You want that. You want the first bucket to be filled with survival money and you want some to drip over into the second bu bucket. So you want, after the first bucket drips over, you want to put it into a security bucket. And that security bucket is called insurance against catastrophic loss. For me, Sure, I have some good term life matched with mutual funds. Of course, in case I die, everything's paid. The bank wants to know that anyway. The only way you can get credit is to prove the bank you can pay them back if you die, if you become disabled, or if you live. That's all lenders want to know. And they look immediately for life insurance. They look immediately for disability income insurance. And they look for what kind of health insurance you have. And sure, I want my own private health insurance because I want to select my physician. I want the best. I'm not selling my health to the lowest bidder. If, you're, if you got a Ferrari, you take it to the Ferrari dealership. If you got an old clunker, it doesn't matter. But I've been stopping at too many Taco Bell low test, high lead anyway. You fill the top bucket with survival, you pay your dues. You fill it with insurance money and you put six months income in a savings fund to get you by in case a surprise happens. And then you define what your financial security is going to be at some point in the future, and you make a plan. And then you get a, a quality of life, and you say, what kind of quality of life do we want? What vacations do we want? And you never spend luxury on credit. Credit is used for education and for your business expenses. And luxury is used for cash. Because when I started buying the things that I liked with credit, I found that I was paying for them while I didn't have them anymore. It was like paying for an ice cream cone on credit. It just, the taste was gone. And I was hungry again, but I didn't have the money. And so you get this Maslow thing going in specificity, and you'll find that when goals have a string on them, when they have specificity, your mind is teleological. It does not relate to getting rich, doing better, having more. It does relate to 100,000, 50,000, uh, 10,000 a month. It relates to uh, bytes, pieces, amounts, distances. It is very, very computer-like in the way it stores. So break your goals down to very small, incremental, specific pieces and put them into goal statements that are first-person because then they'll be stored in long-term memory and you'll talk about them that way. I'm becoming, I'm earning, I'm doing, I'm loving, I'm enjoying, 
and the mind will then cause that behavior software to manifest itself in the hardware.